Hello noisy people and welcome to episode number six of the Abrasive Noise podcast. I'm your host Luke Parsons and on today's show I'm going to be talking about my top six albums of the year so far. So kicking things off at number six is Ghost of Atlantis with 3624. Uh, this album was released on the 26th of March and the band are from Ipswich in England and this is their debut LP. So Ghost of Atlantis are a symphonic metal band. Um, they sort of contain elements of death metal, black metal, um, metalcore, a little bit of doom. Um, so it's quite a blended approach they take to their music. And the thing for me that I sort of really enjoyed about this album was, and obviously the music's good, but I really like the sort of mythology um, theme throughout the album. There's like Greek mythology and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'm quite interested in. And it's, just, it's a very sort of storytelling album, um, lyrically. And it's... Uh, it's just a really enjoyable enjoyable listen some of the riffs are really good um the vocals are a mix of harsh and clean and i think they sort of use that really well use them to great effect the vocal style is kind of like operatic um it's very sort of grand and sort of sophisticated and it sort of juxtaposes with you know the harsh vocals that are you know sort of very menacing and kind of primitive and yeah, just some some of the melodies are really cool, um, sort of in a, in a more black metal kind of style. And the symphonic elements are really cool as well. Um, they provide a sort of cinematic feel to the music. The band tend to kind of use that quite a lot at the beginning of their songs, um, and they kind of change change it up. You know, it's not like they're doing the same thing on every single track. It's kind of their, you know, it's it's cinematic intros most of the time but it's kind of they do it differently they rework it so it doesn't feel like they're just doing the same the same thing over and over again which is uh yeah it's really cool so i'm gonna talk a bit now about my favorite songs from the the album um so the first one i'll start off with is the curse of man which is the fourth track and um i really like this one because you know it's quite like i said before you know there's a cinematic opening um, and it goes into like death metal kind of sound uh, in the verses. So it's a lot of kind of tremolo picked riffs um, and, you know, like death metal vocals. Um, and then in the chorus, it's a bit more sort of, it slows down. Everything kind of slows down and it's more melodic um, and just a more uplifting kind of mood. And, you know, the track kind of goes in between those two extremes. Um, throughout throughout its runtime and then there's a bit at the end where it's kind of there's like a spoken word section that's quite epic and powerful and it's yeah it just feels like a it almost feels like a movie in a in a, in a song uh, it's got a lot of that kind of empowering and sort of cinematic feel to it and yeah it's just a really sort of empowering listen the next track uh i want to talk about is poseidon's bow so this is the, I think it's the sixth track, the album. And again, this kind of starts off cinematically. Um, it's kind of like, feels like a movie trailer. Um, feel like a horror film or something, or a action film. And yeah, it just goes into like some really sort of chaotic death metal riffing. You know, death metal vocals, harsh vocals. And yeah, then there's there's some like cool sort of background melodies going on. Like it's sort of like tremolo picks. And yeah, and then sort of as you get towards the end of the track, there's like a really sort of cool chant. And it's, it's again, it's another really powerful track. It's it's very, 
is a very vivid track. You know, it kind of puts you in in the story really well. The story of the lyrics. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a really, really really fun track to listen to. You know, I have a lot of fun with it. It's it's very, yeah, it's just very empowering. The last track I want to talk about is uh, the last track of the album, uh, the Lost Compass. So this one starts off a bit differently to the other two. It's got like a piano uh, melody, which is kind of like, you know, it's quite beautiful and sort of just sort of uh, angelic. And then the guitars and vocals come in and just kind of like obliterates that kind of mood that it's built up. And, you know, I find that really cool. And the track as a whole is a bit a bit more groovy compared to uh, the rest of the album. And it's got more of a sort of metalcore influence. Um which is, you know, it's kind of cool. I, some like metalcore, so I appreciate that. And yeah, the, the the chorus vocals are kind of like between harsh and clean a little bit. There's a bit of back and forth there. And yeah, it's just, it's a really nice way to end the album because it's kind of, you know, it's, it's groovy, it's fun. It's, you know, it's kind of got the, you know, it's still got the symphonic elements, but it just feels like an, it feels like a track that was built to be an album closer. Um, it's got that kind of finality to it because it kind of goes back to the sort of piano uh, melody from the start and yeah it's just a really really nice way to end the album um and it's one of my one of my favorite tracks of it so now i'm going to play one of these tracks for you i decided to pick out poseidon's bow because it's got the most awesome name so here we go this is poseidon's bow by ghosts of atlantis <laughs> Oh, 
next album I want to talk about is Reality Grey uh, with Beneath This Crown. So this is their third album, which was released on the 7th of May. And uh, yeah, it's only their third album since 2004 when they formed. So um, yeah, their their albums are kind of hard to come by. Um, this one's definitely definitely worth listening to. Again, this is another band that takes kind of a blended approach to their music. I'd say their overall main core sound is you know prog metal but they've got elements of like metalcore death metal um and you know it's a little bit symphonic as well there's a bit of electronic influence as well on some of the tracks and yeah again this one's just a just a really fun listen there's a lot a lot of great riffs there's a lot of good variation you know there's, there's variation but it feels consistent it's not like they're doing something that's that kind of sticks out like a sore thumb it all, it all feels like it's in the scope of their sound and yeah it's just the the vocals are really good the the actual guitar tone is is really good um the vocals are, are mainly harsh vocals there is a little bit of clean singing every now and then but it's, it's predominantly harsh vocals and yeah this is just a really strong prog metal album and it's it's got a lot of plays recently for me um maybe maybe not really recently but you know, the first sort of month or so after it was released, um, I listened to it quite a lot. Moving on to my uh, favourite songs now of the album. So I'm going to start off with Fade and Fear, which is the second track. So the first one after the intro. And this is just like such a good way to start an album. Like if there was a checklist for what you need on a great metal song, uh, this one ticks all the boxes. It's like, you know, great riffs great guitar solo really good meaty breakdown which is you know just really really hits you hits you hard um and you know a lot of great melodies as well so it's it's just literally got everything that you would want in a metal track of, of any kind really and it's just one that really sticks out because i think it's literally the first you know proper track on the album after the intro you know it sticks in your memory the second track I want to talk about is probably my favourite track of the album. It's uh, Daybreakers. This one starts off with a really like sort of beautiful melody, and that sort of gradually gets louder and louder um, before it goes into a sort of metal, uh, death metal kind of thing. And then the chorus is just like it's just amazing. It's it's got that sort of melody from the beginning. Um, that that's used vocally rather than on the guitar and it's um yeah it's just it's very heavenly it's like you feel like you're sort of up in the clouds the way they sort of use use the production to, to make it feel like that um and yeah it's just a really beautiful beautiful chorus it's quite it's quite emotional listening and yeah it's just it's really it's really that really that sticks out the most for me um in this song you know you know a chorus is good when it's like the first thing that you think of when you talk about the song it's just like yeah that's that's it's you know it's big thing and the last track i want to talk about is the last track of the album again so it's called the void and um yeah like like the ghost of atlantis final track it's the same as in it feels like it's meant to be the last track of an album it just has that kind of you know like that see you next time kind of vibe um 
I think this would be really good to play last on a, on a set, um, like live gig. So I'm playing another track now from this album. Uh, so this is going to be Daybreakers from Beneath This Crown by Reality Grey.
At number four on the list is the new Nightcrown album called Haddon Fard, which was actually released on the 2nd of July, but I still say it counts the first half of the year, just about. Nightcrown are a Swedish melodic death metal bands that have been churning out a lot of material recently. Um, they released their debut full length Impious Biome last year, as well as an EP called Ira, which I didn't actually listen to. And uh, Haddon Fard is pretty much just an evolution of those, those albums, but with better songwriting overall, I'd say. They take a blended approach to their music as well. They combine elements of melodic death metal with black metal and symphonic metal. So, so yeah, there's a there's a theme emerging so far on this podcast. So, Haddon Fires, you know, it's very intense and grand, which is what draws me to to Nightcrowns. Really, um, less to their stuff is it's pretty empowering. Moving on to my favorite tracks now. Um, I'll start off with track one, which is Nacron. What's cool about this album is that you're throwing some great stuff really early on. Whereas on Impious Biome, it takes it takes a little while for it to really kick into gear. But with Nacron, the album starts off really well. So it, it starts off with a eerie piano melody before the track emerges into a a powerful black and death metal section. And the track moves around quite a lot, so it's quite an exciting introduction to the album. The melodies they use are, are fantastic, which is consistent across the album. And um, in my opinion, the melodies they use and how they use them is is the is the band's biggest strength. The next track I really liked was Fiat Trad, which is track three. Um, I really liked this one because it throws you into like rapid riffs and great melodies, you know, straight away. There's no kind of build up. It's you're just thrown straight into it. Um, the intensity of this track is is great. Um, it really takes it down a notch. The riffs later on in the track are really quite punchy as well. Um, and yeah, it's just such a powerful song and you kind of get swept away a bit, which is, you know, which is awesome. Um, I think hearing this tra- track live would be, would be something special. The final track from Adam Fard I want to talk about is Goodars Skyming. Um, some really hard <laughs> titles to describe in this one, but, um, which again is another really intense fr- track. Um, the rest are really fun and the choruses sound epic. And it's a really good way to kick the album back into gear after the after the interlude that precedes the track. Um, it actually sounds more aggressive than it really is because of that. And, you know, it goes without saying that the melodies, again, brilliant. And having said all that, here is Godard's Skyling, taken from Night Crown's latest album, Haddon Vard. <laughs>
the top three now of my favorite albums of the year so far this is where we get to the, the really really good shit so um at number three is means to an end by sunseeker um they're a melodic death, death metal band from america we had nikita from sunseeker on the podcast last, last month so after you're done here you should definitely go check that out so means to an end is actually an ep rather than a full length it's the band's debut and uh it's yeah it's really fucking good um that sound at the core is like Melodef, but I'd say they have a significant black metal influence as well because the album's quite frosty and sort of that kind of aesthetic, um, which is why I associate with black metal, rightly or wrongly. 
This album has everything you'd want. It's got great riffs, great melodies, really awesome drum work, uh, good bass tone, some really heavy breakdowns, which, you know, really fucking awesome. The breakdowns kind of come out of nowhere. Like, I, I didn't really expect to hear it on this album, but um, yeah, they're executed perfectly. They're done exactly how they should be done. As this is an EP, it's uh, it's a bit weird to call out three, three songs that I like the most because there's only four of them on there, but um, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is Death of a Judge. So this is the one that's got a really powerful breakdown in it. Uh, it's one of two tracks that has a really good breakdown. And yeah, I mean, the rest of the track's great as well. You know, some really cool riffs and stuff, but the way they lead into the to the breakdown is really, really well done. Yeah, it's, it's a very heavy breakdown as well. It's it's not just a, it's not just thrown in for the sake of it. It's it's there for a reason to really make this the track sort of explode into life. Yeah, I just it's just a really fun, really fun track to listen to. Uh, another track I really liked was Seeking My Own Son. So again, this is another one that has a big breakdown. It's um, slightly different to the way it's used on Death of a Judge, but you know, it's, again, it's a really powerful breakdown, which works really well. Um, I really like the melodies on this one as well. It's probably my favorite melodies of the album. They're very sort of, kind of doomy a little bit, I'd say. It's, it's very kind of end of the world kind of feeling to it. Um, yeah, it's just a, Again, it's it's very similar to Death of a Judge, but it's done slightly differently. And the last one I want to talk about is the last track on the album, uh, Means to an End, so the the title track. And yeah, this one it's it's all about the riffs really. It's it's got some really good riffs in it. The vocals are great, which I've kind of forgot to say about the other two. You know, the vocals across the board are, are really good. It's just harsh vocals. I don't think there's any clean vocals in, on this album. Yeah, it's just very, yeah, sound very evil. Here's a track from the EP. Um, I'm going to play Death of a Judge by Sunseeker. Enjoy.
So at number two is an album from one of my favourite artists of all time. Um, and this is Blue Starly with Obsidian. So Obsidian came out in January and is the third album of the Dead Channel trilogy. Um, the first two were released in 2020, so not up for de- debate on this podcast. But overall, the whole trilogy was, was pretty good. Obsidian is a consolidation of a lot of elements from the first two albums. It has the cinematic vibes of the second album, Copper, but the great riffs and melodies of the first album, Quartz. I'd say overall, Obsidian is the strongest album of the three. Um, You get a lot of great riffs, a lot of cool electronic effects, some really great memorable vocals. Blue Starley's style is is hard to nail down, but to put it simply, it's electronica infused with metal and rock. I've loved this guy for years because he was the first artist that I heard that really did this kind of music and it's kind of stuck with me this whole time. Moving on to my top three tracks of the album, um, I'll start with Legion, which isn't really a rock or metal track, to be honest. Um, It's basically an EDM track that is really catchy, but it's really powerful as well. There's always a lot of going on in Blue Starly's tracks, so there's, there's a lot of vibrancy in terms of the different electronic elements that he uses. And it's just a really kind of fun, like dance track. I could hear it coming on in the club, basically. But it's got that kind of rock and metal edge to it. So yeah, it's really cool. Another track I really liked was One Last Breath, which is a really catchy chorus, some cool riffs. Um, It's got a kind of drum and bass kind of rhythm to it. Uh, There's a bit of an 80s vibe with with the synths that are used. So yeah, it's quite, quite an interesting track. And finally, Catastrophe is a track that I'd say breaks new ground for Blue Starly. Um, as I say, it's his first doom metal track. So he has that kind of crawling, lurking feeling to it, and the rhythm's quite steady and abrupt. And um, the main riff is kind of a textbook doom metal riff. But in my opinion, to hear it in his production style is, is it's a really cool thing. It's, it, it feels different, just the way that he produces music. So having said all that, here is Catastrophe.
So here we go, this is number one. My number one album so far this year is Cascadence by Archaeon. So Archaeon are a progressive metalcore band from the UK. Um, Cascadence is their debut album, uh, debut full length album. Uh, they've released one EP before. But yeah, I've never listened to this band before, obviously this year. And this album's just like a just like a wow album, you know, it's, it's just so good. The vocals are what stand out for me the most. Um, they're just the harsh vocals are just so powerful and it's just hard to come come by vocals like that. Um, the cleans are really good as well. Like he's got a, he sounds a lot like um, the singer from Periphery. And again, this this whole album really is kind of in that kind of same vein, same vein as Periphery. But yeah, they 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 mix it up quite a lot. So they start off with a lot of really heavy stuff. And then like the midpoint is a nice little break and it's kind of almost like pop punk but not really pop like pop punk aesthetic rather than actual pop punk in in substance and yeah just the riffs are really powerful there's a lot of polyrhythms going on um there's a lot of cool like electronic effects that go on in the background but yeah for me the standout is is easily the vocals like they're just so good and it's so easy to get into these songs even though there's a lot of polyrhythms going on so sometimes it can kind of be a bit chaotic and a bit jagged and you don't really know where to focus but the vocals are that sort of pillar of the music that sort of keeps everything together um and it's just a really really cool album that you know i've played so many times um and yeah there's not really much bad to say about it at all you can't say anything bad about it for me um it's really 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 good so moving on to my top three tracks. First one I'd start off with is Origin of Dreams, which is the track after the intro. So yeah, again, vocals are just really powerful. They're just, you know, exceptional, um, both clean and harsh vocals. There's a lot of cool sort of guitar work on this one. It's sort of in the background. Um, the breakdowns are really heavy. And yeah, it's just a really powerful introduction to the album. It's It's kind of, it just throws you straight into it and it's one of the heaviest songs on the album for sure another track i really liked was replicant so this is this is just super heavy track yeah it's just very violent very chaotic um it's it's definitely the heaviest track on the album and it's quite funny because it comes before like the, the bit where it sort of slows down a bit so it, from the start of the album to this track it's all kind of building towards this track in terms of heaviness um and yeah again there's a lot of polyrhythms it's it throws you about a lot you know you, you don't stay in one place for too long and 
you kind of get swept away with it and pulled apart and yeah it's just really chaotic really angry really aggressive and yeah it's just super fun to listen to and the final track i want to talk about is beyond the spire beneath the canopy um so this kind of starts off with like electronic stuff going on and then the bass sort of comes in which is it sounds really cool on its own and yeah then it just emerges into a really sort of chaotic track um the vocals again i'm going to keep saying it are really really good the guitar stuff is really cool as well again it's like sort of genty kind of stuff going on so yeah it's just a really strong track to sort of come in because basically it, it comes after the kind of break is what i'd say with the two zenith tracks where it sort of everything slows that not slows down but is not as intense and then this track kind of picks it back up again and it, i think it does it really well so there we have it that's my top six albums of the year so far um before i go i'm going to play one of the tracks from archaeon's album but yeah thanks for listening uh thanks to the bands featured on this show for making such great music um and yeah see you next time (laughs) 